0: This is AgriPulse Open Mic. I'm your host, Jeff Dowdy. Our guest this week is Tim Hassinger, President and CEO of Dow AgriSciences. AgriPulse Open Mic is brought to you by NCIS, the crop insurance industry. NCIS provides the primary safety net for millions of acres of cropland and hundreds of commodities across the U.S., enabling farmers to supply our country with food and fiber year after year. AgriPulse Open Mic continues with Dow AgriScience's president and CEO, Tim Hassinger, next. America's farmers and ranchers are relying on crop insurance now more than ever before to provide individualized protection and to secure operating loans. Protecting 256 million acres of farmland and 350 commodities across the U.S., crop insurance is the primary safety net for many farmers, enabling them to supply our country with food and fiber year after year. Crop insurance, providing peace of mind now and for the next generation of agriculture. This is AgriPulse, open mic. This week, our guest is Tim Hassinger, President and CEO of Dow AgriSciences. In just a matter of hours, Dow AgriSciences had two major announcements, including long-awaited approval for a new herbicide formulation and a strategic research and development agreement to benefit livestock growers.
1: First of all, USDA deregulated list and Enlist is a uh, technology that we believe is going to have a a real significant and positive impact uh, across the farming community. And then we also uh, announced a collaboration agreement between uh, Elanco Animal Health a company here located in Indianapolis and sciences to uh, progress forward in a research uh, agreement to hopefully develop uh, some innovative solutions that will help address uh, an overall challenge to uh, to really address a need for additional meat, milk, and uh, eggs uh, for the world over the next few decades.
0: DeAgrosciences is very diversified, and our conversation covers both sides of agriculture, both from crop production and also livestock production. We have seen a growing trend of resistant weeds across the Midwest. The numbers have continued to swell. We've looked for answers. Dow came up with answers, but having those answers approved by Washington has taken a great deal of time.
1: We estimate the resistant weed or hard-to-control weed category has uh, roughly doubled since 2009. And uh, the latest estimates is that that represents about 70 million acres. So uh, Enlist is a tool that we believe will be able to help address that. And so getting the USDA deregulation is a big step. And now the next step is getting the chemistry, which is the brand name is Enlist Duo, And we're expecting then the registration from EPA, hopefully in the near term.
0: What's in the chemistry and the genetics that make this product uh, certainly acceptable and desired by crop farmers today?
1: Yeah, and this duo is a new formulation with uh, real innovative technology in a combination of 2,4-D and glyphosate. And the reason I say innovative technology, uh, the formulation that uh, will be being brought into the marketplace significantly reduces drift by uh, an estimated 90%. So, there's several attributes of this that I think farmers are going to really like. uh, Not only the reduced drift and any uh, risk of volatility, but also a lower odor. Uh, Really, eliminates uh, possibly what they're familiar with and spraying these products and odor. It helps uh, uh, reduce that also.
0: You were at the altar with this product at one time, and then the Department of Agriculture went back for additional review.
1: They uh, initiated what's called the uh, Environmental Impact Statement, and uh, so that was uh, initiated roughly 15 months ago. So uh, this this project has been uh, arguably one of the most uh, thoroughly tested uh, uh, concepts uh, coming through the regulatory process. So we feel really good about the uh, end results and uh, what, we're a- what claims are able to make about it just given how much testing has gone into it.
0: I'm told that the approval for glyphosate only took a matter of days of Washington, and you've been on the trail of a glyphosate 2,4-D product uh, for a number of months now. Can you understand some of the pushback that folks have had or that the industry has had with regard to a 2,4-D product? How can your research help to ease some of those fears?
1: Well, through the regulatory process in both USDA and EPA, there is um, a comment period that uh, is allowed for uh, anyone to bring forward any of their uh, thoughts, comments, concerns, et cetera, into this. So we've had a chance to obviously see all of them as that process is transparent and open to the public. But what I'm really happy to say is while we did get concerns that came through, the farming community, and I'd say even the broader agricultural community, really has come forward in representing the need for tools to help address uh, what I mentioned earlier. So uh, th- there was strong support coming through on the technology from uh, that area.
0: How soon do you expect this product available for farmers?
1: Well, we had to first get the uh, registration from EPA uh, on Enlist Dual. Once we get that, then we're going to come forward with what our commercial plans are.
0: During the time that this announcement is made, and it comes from the Department of Agriculture, you're not done yet. There's still additional approval that is needed from Washington from the EPA, and you also have an issue of global acceptance for a new product.
1: Yeah, when you uh, get this, uh, as we said earlier, we've now received the USDA, so that's one step, uh, to getting that approval from them, and then uh, getting the EPA registration for the product itself. But to your point, there also then will need to be import approvals from the, uh, the key countries where our grain is being exported to. And the one right now that's getting the, the most publicity is uh, China. And we're working closely with them to make sure that uh, process is uh, progressing.
0: You spent some time in Shanghai yourself working for it, Dal. How have things changed there between the time you were there and what we find in the headlines today?
1: Well, it was a country when uh, when I was there. I was uh, I lived in uh, China f- from uh, 2005 to 2007, and it was a time of uh, rapid growth in China, uh, in many different ways, in terms of the infrastructure uh, building, uh, agricultural progress. And I would just say they're still on that journey. Uh, where technology is now uh, being adopted at a more uh, or even faster rate than the time I was there uh, seven years
0: ago. We've talked to farmers during the summer of the, the corn growers of the globe and the soybean growers of the globe collectively working together to sit down with global customers and to suggest these are the things that we need as producers <clears throat> to be able to satisfy demand. Of course, China's at the table on both sides of those. There's a challenge here of the industry coming up with answers for farmers, but also now of consumer acceptance to allow you to use these technologies. How big of an obstacle is that? Well,
1: I think the first thing to what you're saying is how big is the need? And if you look at, from a societal standpoint, it's estimated in the next 50 years, food production is going to need to double a key part of that is is over 70% of that gain is going to need to come from new technology so making sure that as an industry we're working with stakeholders uh whether they're supportive or they have concerns working with them in a collaborative way to make sure that uh, they that uh, we understand their concerns we're listening to it and trying to bring answers to them i think is has always been important but in looking forward i think that dynamic even becomes more important
0: what seems to be a uh, an obstacle is that in the debate over science, the question is whose science are we talking about, yours or mine or the science that my country will accept?
1: Well, there, there can be some differences of opinion on that. Obviously, uh Each country has their own regulatory body, and as a supplier of the technology, uh, we work with each of the countries uh, with their respective regulatory bodies and try to uh, address the questions that they have.
0: So when we think about the process that Dow has been through to bring and list to farmers, this is not a small task. You've been at it for a long time. You've spent a lot of money. It needs to be profitable for your investors
1: yeah we submitted um, our original dossiers into the uh the US regulatory agencies going back to 2009 so there's been a, a like i mentioned earlier i i think one could argue this has been uh the, probably the most thoroughly uh, tested and analyzed uh uh, product coming through the regulatory process, but your point is well taken. Is that uh, it does uh, the, the process takes a fair amount of time, so there is a significant investment up front to bring these types of technologies forward. But having said that, in order to achieve what we talked about in in terms of getting more food production, new and innovative technologies are going to need to come to the marketplace.
0: And this is also a collaborative effort. You've worked with MS Technologies here
1: we have we uh we we think being uh, going about in a collaborative uh, manner is is real critical and uh, both of these examples that you mentioned uh in list uh, development um we did work with ms technology and obviously the Elenco agreement that we talked about to address the overall challenge to get more uh, meat, milk, and eggs um, is, is being done in a collaborative way. So this is something that we think is important and definitely a, a style of our uh, research approach that we want to continue with.
0: I would want to suggest that over the past several years, we have worked hard in terms of the crop industry to provide carbohydrates, if you will, and protein crops as well to satisfy global demand. But it seems to me that we're on the cusp of also now perhaps a meat generation where the growth of the middle class and of economies now is calling for greater meat production than perhaps we can supply at the current.
1: There's no doubt this um, increase of roughly 100%. Uh, It's approximate driven, half of that's driven by an increase in population, and the other half is exactly what you're talking about, is there's more people coming into the middle class, and obviously that brings a changing diet. Uh, You add those two factors together, and that's how you come up with a projected increase uh, need for food production of almost 100% over the next 50 years.
0: Your announcement on Thursday of the relationship and the collaborative effort between Dow AgroSciences and Alanco, Are you specifically looking for a single product or is this a holistic view for how to grow and help producers?
1: No, this is more of a holistic view. There's some strategic areas that we think by combining Elanco's animal health expertise and coupling that with Dogra Sciences' expertise in in feed and and forage, that we're going to be able to find some innovative solutions that will help uh, address the need that we've just talked about.
0: Are there common denominators between the, the livestock groups that you feel like you can address overall, or will you have to concentrate on each animal group individually?
1: Well, we're early in the research. So at this point in time, there's definitely some concepts on the table. There's been a fair amount of discussion in terms of where we would focus, but it's early, it's really too early to be able to tell us uh where the uh, and the final focus will be at
0: obviously there are areas of animal health that we are still facing today the swine industry has been under siege for some time but there's also areas of feed efficiency and the the way to feed animals to bring the desired meat product that the consumer is comfortable again and feeling that they're uh, they're purchasing a safe and wholesome product
1: yeah which uh, to me is uh, a lot about um making sure that uh, everyone understands the, the testing and uh, that there is a, a transparency associated with that. So we're fully committed to that, and uh, this is why we're excited to work with a, a company like Elanco that uh, shares that same value with us.
0: Let's look at agriculture overall as as we began the conversation. Let's conclude with this now. What challenge is before companies like Dow AgriSciences? What challenges are before U.S. agriculture and global agriculture, and and how do we come to solutions to achieve our objective?
1: Well, I think all the things that we've talked about earlier really uh, speak to the challenge in front of us. There's a tremendous need for new technology. Uh, growers need this to be able to produce the food that's going ultimately uh, society is going to demand. At the same time, the cost of bringing new technology is increasing. And the time frame it takes to get that new technology to the marketplace is getting longer and taking longer for that to occur. Those are dynamics that make it more difficult to bring innovation forward. This is one of the reasons that we've reached out and definitely doing these the agreements we just announced this past week in a collaborative manner. It's a way of sharing risk and obviously sharing resource and expertise. But I think that challenge is one of the big ones in front of us in order to ultimately address this increasing demand food production.
0: It's open mic, so I've asked all the questions, and I'll ask, is there anything else that you would add about uh, about what's happened and uh, your position and view?
1: No, I appreciate the opportunity to, to come on the program, and obviously, uh, these two uh, latest announcements coming from Diagra Sciences is just a, an example of what we believe are more to come. We're uh, very committed to the uh, to the ag industry. We're very committed to bringing new innovation into the marketplace. And uh, our discovery pipeline right now is the uh, the best and most diverse that we've Uh, ever had, so uh, we anticipate having uh, several of these sessions coming in the future where we're able to talk about new uh, technologies and innovations that we'll be bringing to the marketplace.
0: Our thanks to Tim Hassinger, President and CEO of Dow Sciences, Our guest this week on Open Mic. AgriPulse Open Mic is brought to you by NCIS, the crop insurance industry. NCIS provides the primary safety net for millions of acres of cropland and hundreds of commodities across the U.S., enabling farmers to supply our country with food and fiber year after year. For AgriPulse, I'm Jeff Daly.